welcome to the glitch in the system. Conspiracy cast with your hosts, Josh and Chris. And just like any good conspiracy theory and this podcast, it takes fucking time. It has been quite a uh, yes, quite it has. a while, but we are back. We are back, and uh, this time we really don't have any specific topic or anything like that. It's just more of a hot takes. And like all of us wanted to bring our own like yeah. conspiracy that we wanted to talk about to the table and like discuss it, or exactly. just or just anything yeah. that's been bugging us. Everything. <laughs> you know how many times we've actually sat in this fucking room just like we need to do another glitch ah! <laughs> yeah 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 timing though timing and scheduling so who would like to go first i don't know who's here uh josh and, <laughs> Chris, <of course. laughs> and dj's <Yeah>. here yay <laughs> <laughs> And this, this uh, old fifty oh. cent old town beverage wild strawberry two liter fifty cents <laughs> fifty cents it came from Menards. Oh, nice old people stuff. <laughs> nice. Old people drinks. Uh, I'm going to volunteer Josh's tribute. Uh, I'm going to volunteer you as tribute to go first. Okay, you're volunteered. Uh. I guess I know DJ's topic for tonight, and yes, it's cryptid base. Yes, uh, so I guess I just want to start off there since we're gonna be on that pretty much all night. Uh, <clears throat> I've not been seeing a lot of new like cryptid videos recently until today. Um, I was flipping through the reels on YouTube and I saw one. It was a Joe Rogan show. Mm -hmm. And he had some guy on there and some lady on there um, talking about these beings being seen all over the world. About 10 foot tall, bulbous heads. Are you talking about the ones that was down in Florida? That was one of them. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That I, was uh, one of them. I had seen the the like the video. Yeah, and everything that they took. Well, they tried to say those people were crazy and they were lying. Yeah, I mean they, uh, you know, that's what uh, that's what the man does, though. Well, wasn't there a cop that said he had seen it too? Or yeah, but how quick would it take to silence a cop? Right. I mean, hey, we're gonna take your pension away and all. Yeah, of you. yeah. is it worth your pension and your reputation to? Sit are you gonna feed your kids? You know. Yeah, I mean, are you gonna have kids after the government gets done with you? Keep it up, you know. Yeah. Um, for sterilization. My my biggest concern is is that uh, a huge part of me wants to believe and be like, yo, yeah, we're getting visited. But like, I think that we've already been visited. We know we've been visited. The government knows it, and they just don't want to tell us. And what I think this is now is because now it's all quiet. You don't hear nothing else about Project Bluebeam. And it's the technology to project holographs uh, holograms yeah. into mm -hmm. the sky and make them look realistic and 
The clouds are holograms. It's not the first time that there's been UFO hoaxes that have led almost right back to the government until it got to the government and it was like, yeah, whoever was talking about this is dead now or they're missing. If you know what, if you catch my drift, yeah, unalived a lot of them. Um, so these these beings that everybody's seeing now, they wouldn't make it so obvious if it was really otherworldly beings because I don't think they want any contact with us directly. So what I think is that this is a hoax from the government, that it, and they're trying to bring on Project Bluebeam. You know, they're trying to put stuff in the skies. That we're seeing, and it's going to start off real basic. We're not going to see anything real elaborate until they start doing it a lot. And we start seeing uh, more and more of these things. But if you notice, like back to the cryptids thing, since all that's been going on, you're not really seeing things like Bigfoot. And you're not, I've seen a few, and they've been pretty convincing, but that's the, uh, that's the other thing. It's very shocking that they're that convincing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, trail cam footage, that's all well and good and everything, but it's just awful convenient. Well, also with the way trail cam footage is and just the way it looks and the way it's shot and everything, like the negative and like the kind of more poor quality and everything, that can easily be mimicked. Agreed, agreed. And see, here we go with the naysaying again. like, Like, I'm pretty sure it can be mimicked. I'm pretty sure DJ could do a pretty good, uh, could do a pretty good deep fake. Yeah, I can absolutely do it with my laptop, but that's but that's the dilemma, and that's yeah. the and that's the and that's where I come in. That's the sti- <laughs> that's the stigma about this like paranormal cryptid stuff is that you get corralled into a section of crazy people because mm-hmm. I mean you know the state hospitals are full of people that say they've been abducted by fucking aliens. I've no I've known two people <laughs> in my life that say they've been abducted by aliens so they can get social security every month. You know <laughs> for real. I mean it's fucking real too. I've met two of them in my life. I mean I'm like how and the thing is is like they they go they say they go to the state hospital and say they've been abducted and they were taken to the planet Quasar or some shit like that and they had this and that done to them. My butthole is the size of a, is the size of a massive fist. <laughs> There's a probe in there. But we get chalked up to being crazy because we believe in it. Mm-hmm. Much less if we see it. it they Dave Chappelle us, dude. They Dave Chappelle people that ha- try to stick to a firm story if they actually seen something. So here's a uh, here's a really good question though, and this is goes along with your theory. Um, have you ever seen mental health, like anything, like people that say they've been abducted by aliens, whatever, on any massly publicated TV show? or news outlet or movie that paints it in a positive light. It's always in a mocking way. Well, it's either in a mocking way or it's in a shocking way. Or You're in either a, uh, scared to death of being of being abducted because schmocking. they're going it's going to be like fire in the sky. Mm-hmm. Those big horrible mm-hmm. creatures, they're going to stick you in Rosie O'Donnell's ass <laughs> and then they're going to pull you out and they're going to stick things in your eye and in your penis and everything. Yeah. They always paint either a shocking or a mocking picture. You're 100% right. You know why? It's because 
even the media is trying to control your perspective about being abducted by either making fun of it or making it so horrendous that it's got to be fake. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. They use the exact same thing like how, you know, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, all those deaths are very extreme very and, like, very unrealistic. Like, that's not what would happen to a dead body kind of thing. Right. And so they do the exact same thing with abductions because they want to sway your mind into believing that only crazy people think like this. Exactly. That is another control tactic is using mass fucking media. Yeah. And have you ever noticed that the directors and people that want to make movies that are like really, really, really like really gung ho. They don't get a huge name. I mean, you look at, you know, I keep bringing them up, but you look at people like Brian Usna, Frank Henenlotter, Adam green, different, these independent directors that want to make the movie they want to make. Yeah. And they don't want to follow a fucking cookie cutter program that a studio wants them to follow. Right. And all of a sudden, their budget's gone. They have no more contacts in Hollywood. They get completely shutted out to dare to be different. Yeah. Because those people are dangerous. Those people will tell you the fucking truth to your face, and you realize, um, shit, nobody's lining his pockets. Right. So, so why is he telling us this if nobody's urging him? They're influential. Exactly. They, they are a common level of being influential now you look at anybody that's been influential in history that's even in the media something bad happens to them there is a controversy i guarantee it yeah it's to bring them back down to humanity is what it's to what's doing look at michael jackson i'll bring it up now don't give a fuck whenever he released the song they don't care about us the media instantly turned it about race even yeah. though he flat out said in the song, it's not about race. This is, this is you not giving a fuck about us. Yeah. That following that song's release was the height of his rape trial. Yeah. The height of it. Now, mind you, he went down to Brazil and did an entire different version of the song. And it's fucking dope. And he, you can tell he has a shit ton of passion behind it. It's something he, he is the biggest pop star in the world. He's turning political. Yeah. He can sway the masses more than a fucking politician can. All of a sudden, he's a rapist. Yeah. Nope, you're a kid toucher. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was that was really drawn on too long, but you're right. They they will I mean, they Dave and you know what they did to Dave Chappelle was nice compared to what they did to Kanye yeah. and to Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. I mean, they're they charged that doctor with pretty much killing him assisted suicide. Yeah. But I mean that doctor was probably also charged <coughs> by a handler yep. to give Michael Jackson lithium and lithium and that's the same thing they gave Kanye. They disappear him for about a week or two, almost to a month. They 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 make him take mass amounts of lithium and they uh, that's mk ultra all over again Mm -hmm. it's just not using lsd they're brainwashing these celebrities because they push the agenda and the celebrities that they can't brainwash they instantly get a scandal instantly yeah they instantly get a scandal like how chris was saying look what they did dave chappelle before when dave chappelle left that record executive's office before he touched down in home at his house. He left from there to the airport. Yeah. yeah Before the, he got off the plane, he was already labeled a crackhead. Yeah. The yeah. media had already torn him in fucking half. Yeah, because he said as soon as he uh, got into his hometown, like the first day he went to the store or something, people were treating him like a crackhead. Stuff. Yeah. 
they said, well, you were smoking crack, blah, blah, blah. You're this big drug addict. They tried their best to bury Dave Chappelle. They didn't work. And now he's getting attacked on stage randomly. Now, all of a sudden, LGB, the alphabet mafia is pissed off at him. Yeah. Even though he hasn't said anything directly that isn't comedy based. It's like they're trying to control these big media masses to have these pocketed, targeted groups to go out and socially and digitally attack people to try to ruin their reputation, otherwise known as cancel culture. Yeah. Everything is tailor-made for that. Don't ever think it's not. Exactly. So if there's somebody that's influential, somebody that can control the masses, has this big connection, that's a great fucking personality, that can tell the truth, there's a scandal. If Taylor Swift goes political tomorrow, then by Wednesday, something bad's going to be like she was part of the child sex trafficking ring. We can. uh, It's going to be something gigantic. We can can probably write off ever seeing Taylor Swift as part of a scandal. Yeah. And I can back. I I can't back it up. she's, she's, She's too deep into it. She is the scandal. Um,. I, there, I will a reason say why, there's a reason why when she goes to a city to play it, um, that city makes millions. There's a reason for all well, this. Well, it's because Taylor Swift is the scandal. Think about it. Anybody she's ever dated, like her next song is going to be about that breakup and about that celebrity, and she's going to make millions of dollars out of that one fucking song. Yes. And that's the joke. That's the like, hey, you know, don't date Taylor Swift because, you know, she'll ruin your career. The real the reality of it, though, is look at all the people that she's dated and made these songs about her have come out initially to say she's a fucking monster. She's this. She's that. Like, she is not a human being. Like, people have have looked at Taylor has looked at Taylor Swift and said she's not human. There's something about her that is not of our world. I look at Taylor Swift, and I think of Zena Shrek LaVey. Look, yeah, look it up. I mean, there, though, though Anton LaVey's daughter would be significantly older. Once the Satanic Church disbanded and she parted ways, granddaughter, she, granddaughter, maybe I, I could see that. Um completely um i can also see the fact that she disappeared and started worshiping and open and had some kind of a following that followed uh one of the egyptian old egyptian gods and she disappeared off the map for a while and then taylor swift comes along and they look it look almost identical, mm-hmm. but I mean, like a, at least a, at least a relative, a relative or yeah. something of that of that <clears throat> nature. So why why all this happens when she's involved is because I think that there, I think she's in control of almost a lot of things right now. Um, well, you know, it's funny that. She's dating this football player right now, and now they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. For the exactly. Chiefs. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, they would have never been able to do that without the, without the support of Taylor Swift. Because Swift fans are going to fucking football games in droves. Yeah. Just to see a glimpse of Taylor Swift in a fucking box. 
Yeah. And it, it, it's so surreal because it's turning hometown teams that are like, hey, if Kansas City is playing in Green Bay, there's going to be more Kansas City fans in Green Bay than there's going to be in Green than there's going to be Green Bay fans because of Taylor Swift's going to be there. Her presence alone has swayed football games. You can't sit there and tell me that she hasn't some sort of fucking plant, some sort of media plant to push certain fucking agendas using her star power. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of hip hop artists come out and say recently that there is more plants in the hip hop industry and the music industry now than there ever was because there's a bigger agenda to push. Yeah. Now what that agenda may be, I don't know. Because basically you can't turn it around on these celebrities and say anything they said is their fault because they're addressing it from a passive uh, a passive perspective. Why are board- They're basically saying that everybody's right should be respected when they all know that no one's going to respect each other's rights. When you're pushing the agenda that everyone's right should be respected, but if someone tells you you're wrong, they're the enemy. Yeah. No, they're just not your group of people and just stay away from them. What happened to boy bands? No, that's, uh, that's South Korea stuff now. See, that's because South Korea's taken, our, taken one of our tactics. Now, boy bands, sway mass media. Holy shit, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, we all know them. Oh, yeah. We grew up around that fucking era. People would lose their goddamn minds. I've been to an NSYNC concert. Fuck, I've seen it on the inside. <laughs> Dead serious. First concert I ever went to, NSYNC, because my sister hates me. <laughs> Jenny, by the way. But, all right, it was a good concert. Pink opened up for him. That was fucking worth it. But Hey, fuck off. I love Pink. I'm laughing at you. But think about boy bands when they die off. It's because they lose their influence. It's because those little teeny boppers are now growing up. Then they start pushing these single artists. Then you start looking at, like, Beyonce, Taylor Swift. You start looking at, like, Britney Spears. All these women that are plotting to be relating to the young women now. That's Now that they're growing up, the music is now maturing, so to say. If you put a band... A boy band out, like 98 Degrees, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Youngstown. What? I yeah. know a bunch of them fuckers, so I, <laughs> I ain't got no shame. New kids on the fucking block. New oh, kids yeah. On the block. Any of those boy bands from like our era, early 2000s and stuff like that, um, if you put them center stage limelight, it would be misogynistic. Yeah. They're pushing. They're pushing. I, I, this is not from a sexist standpoint, but right now they're pushing a female agenda. Mm-hmm. They're pushing a very like feminist female agenda, and that's not coming from a place of sexism. I'm just observing. Yeah, that's what agenda is being pushed right now, and they're trying to they're trying to change the image of America's modern woman. I guess to a point. They're wanting, and they've got multiple different, uh, you know, facets of it. It's not just one type, but it's like this group needs to be all ratchety and fucking skanky and loud and annoying. Yeah. This group needs to be a country girl and you know a, a mud cricket or whatever. Yeah, and then 
the this group needs to be this way there needs to be this group over here that's this way and they all push that agenda there's all kinds of different feelers out that where there almost is no individuality anymore because the agenda is being pushed so hard now they have no need for subliminal messaging we're so stupid now Mm -hmm. that you could just push us right the fuck over with it and we know we'll just you know most people i don't know if it applies to death metal but so Ever notice that death metal gets like the harshest limelight you can possibly it does think? Get a lot of hate. It does. It gets more hate than you. People are like, "Oh no, rap gets way more hate." No, fucking metal does. And let me explain. You go. It's you it was talk created to, by the white man. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to get technical? <laughs> no, but <laughs> you really want to go back in history? Like Chuck Berry kind of started that entire movement to rock to metal. So Chuck Berry. Thank you for cow decapitation, wherever you may be. Chuck Berry, thank you for Rammstein. <laughs> if y'all ever met, it'd get awkward. <laughs> oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> Damn. But uh, no, metalheads get way more hate because we have a larger stigmatism about us. Like, we have... Like, they look at us and like, oh, you're Satan-worshipping idiots that don't wash and... You're low in, low intelligence and IQ, and all you give a shit about is violence. I Look, can say I'm not stupid, and I bathe regularly. Yeah, the Satan part you might have me on. <laughs> <laughs> but Satan and drugs, all right, you got <laughs> like, Okay, hold up. Just because you write doesn't mean you write. But but as a room full of fucking metalheads, like I've seen all of you motherfuckers turn into six year old girls. <coughs> I've seen you guys get, I've seen us all get just goofy in a fucking group together. I've seen us all turn gushing over puppies and kittens and shit. Yeah. And, you know, just being generally good human fucking beings that just look scary. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. Like, we're actually really good guys and really smart guys. Like, we just don't like the norm appearance. We don't like... Like, if somebody's like, hey, you need to wear dickies. No, the fuck I do. Wherever the hell I feel like. That's been our mentality. That's why we go to metal so much, because metal is like, hey, we're going to do whatever the fuck we feel like. There's no huge agenda for metal. Now, is there very popular metal that they've tried that with in the past? Oh, fuck yeah, there has been. The new metal movement. Holy crap. Trying to speak to an entire generation because they accidentally killed grunge too early. Yeah, but I will put it, I will say it, like this, a lot of those groups that we grew up with in the new metal genre were very influential. I'm not saying I wouldn't see Limp Biscuit in concert. I'm just saying I wouldn't pay for their headlining. If they were opening for somebody, absolutely, I'd be down. I'll be in the middle of the pit too. Yeah, roll it, roll it. I do it too. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I want to break stuff. I'll get fucking hyped. But if they're the main attraction, I can't see myself paying for it. But, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't you know, supposedly they were them. supposed to play a free show out of Sunoco in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say Limp Biscuit. Um, I mean, they just kind of shouted "fuck you," and that was their "fuck you." It yeah. was a, it was a hard middle finger to the face. Um, but other groups like System of a Down that really spoke on things, yeah. Though the though the controversy in the band 
they the drummer said the drummer will even tell you that Serge Tankane should have been kicked out of the band in two thousand and six. Yeah, because like, he wasn't. That's when they first Serge, Serge didn't. Almost, Serge yeah. really didn't even like. He didn't like their own music. Like the music. He didn't like metal. No, he was classically trained. Yes, and they all went to school together. That's how it all began. And right. Serge only did it because they got a record label. That's what was hot. New yeah. metal was hot, and that's what that's what got them. But it's like. The dude from Stained, Aaron Lewis. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Stained. I've always liked their music. It's not something I'd really pay to go see, but I've I've heard a lot of their songs. But he never wanted to do that kind of music, but new metal was the thing. No yeah. one was going to see a big yeah. tattooed white guy uh, on stage singing country at that time. Yeah. Now that that image of the bad boy with tattoos all over his head, mm-hmm. neck and face and hands, anybody can sing country now. It's like yeah. him and Pe- him and Jelly Roll, those those two guys, they broke the mold for a lot of that. <clears throat> one from the rock genre and one from the hip hop genre. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, there is one that people kind of forget about. And I know and it's a goth new metal band. I know you know him, Josh. And that's God Hand. Mm-hmm. So Godhead? God Hand. God Hand. Now, the lead singer of God Hand is a uh, guy named Jason Charles Miller. Okay. Like, he has flat out said, the only reason why I did this goth new metal shit is because I couldn't get country off of the floor. He was going up against, in those times, like Garth Brooks and, like, these huge fucking country names that you, at the time, you couldn't get into it unless you were, you know, Travis, not even if you were Travis Tritt or anything. You, You had to be, like... You had to be like Johnny Cash in order to outsell, you know, anybody that was up and coming. So there was like this wall that he couldn't break past. So instead he started doing this fucking metal. Yeah. And when he got his money, he went back to country. Yeah. And he's not very well known, but, and I don't like country. I don't like it. It's just mindless country fluff to me. A lot of it. Yeah. But I will listen to Jason Charles Miller any day of the fucking week. I would. I love another. There's another metal singer that came out uh, that left metal and started doing country. But it wasn't that guy, but it was another one. And that's another thing. Have you noticed that all these artists are now going to country? Post Malone? I guess country Mm -hmm. is closest to God. Country by sales is the highest selling musical genre there is. Yeah. By a large margin. It is a ridiculous margin. Even though country is known to cause the most suicides. Yep. Well, it's the most American. Music. The most American. Think about it. It is it was invented in America. Yeah. Cold beer. Well, I mean, no. Blue all the way jeans. from the mountains all the way from Rockabilly coming out of the mountains. To mm-hmm. Elvis Presley, all the way up into yeah. Willie, you know Willie Nelson, and all of them up until what we got now. Though it's it's pop country, and I don't really like a lot of this. I, it's sad that one of the only stations that comes in around here very well is either like a '90s station, yeah, or country. It is. It, it's very sad that that's all we got, and. I, I just, we have I'm not what, a big fan of country. There's don't we have two country to. radio stations here in town? I do believe so. Yeah, we have Kicks ninety six and ninety six one. Yeah, ninety six one. Yeah, yeah. And see, I mean, I don't, I don't 
I can't do country, country, uh, radio, country, country radio, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, what they play on the radio is not something I could really get into. Well, see, and it's funny to me that, like, people that really love country will always look down on like metalheads, rappers, and all that. Like, like Burn Fear, that's not real music. It's like, all right, hold the fuck up. We're we're gonna do a comparison real quick. You're a gatekeeper for country. You're gonna tell me that the original country artists and you know way back in the day where all they had was a guitar and they sang their hearts out and blah 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 is real country and then you're going to tell me that the country that we have nowadays is not real country because you're such a country purist yeah those fucking arguments are in every music genre because we all have a band that's going to go that we're going to go no fuck that they're not metal or no fuck that they're not rock no, fuck that. They're not real rappers. Right. They didn't pay homage to this style. All of us did get a small bit of brainwashing that way. Yeah. I was like that with the Insane Clown Posse. I was. They kind of, well, they broke a mold of their own. Yeah. And they... They embraced, they were one of the first artists to embrace the hate. Well, they were, well, exactly. The most hated band ever. They embraced everybody's hate and then they got everybody... That felt the same way because mm-hmm. you had you had Marilyn Manson and you had Insane Clown Posse. Now I, I I like using Marilyn Manson as being one of the iconics is because if you were treated like shit because you weren't comparing to everybody else, there was two paths. You're either gonna go to that weird like goth metal. Shit like Manson, Cradle of Filth, yeah. or you're going to be in ICP and Twisted and all that, or you're in all of it like I was. Yeah, I mean, and there were people definitely that we've known that if you listen to anything else, anything fucking else, you're considered a poser. Right. And like, wait a minute, I can have a musical taste. Exactly. It's like, yes, I was a juggalo then, but like what about that but what about that 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 was always something with the guys that I grew up with in Centerville when I started listening to it oh well if you listen to metal you're not really down I'm like yeah I'm like wait a minute so so you're telling me that 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 all ICP and Twisted and Psychopathic all they do all day is write songs and listen to each other's music all fucking day they don't have any other musical taste or influence outside um the psychopathic ride has used nothing but stolen beats right as the joke. Exactly. So, but yes, they absolutely listened to everybody else. It was... It showed me then that if you weren't careful, you could be locked into a closed-minded setting. Right. That can be very dangerous for you if you're not somebody that is susceptible to a closed mind setting. That if you're not easily manipulated by certain things that you're not going to fit in with any group because you're always going to have something off the wall to say that's not going to be exactly what the whole group wants to do. That's why I've always liked Tech Nine is because even, like, when he first started, like, you know, Strange Music first came out and everything, he was always having, like, guitars and mm-hmm. everything like that. Well, like I mean, he, he, had a, he had a legitimate band. Tech Nine uh, was, <coughs> was the one thing that I that was the one rapper that I liked because um he just rapped about whatever the fuck he was feeling like that but it was one of the things like you didn't feel like you had to identify with him yeah 
You just, you just His did. Shit's just dope. You did. You didn't have. It was. It wasn't no internal dilemma that you had to make a decision. It's either you, either you vibed with him or not, or you didn't. And I, oh, I hardcore vibe with Tech Nine. The one that stood there alone. Yeah. You know he didn't. <clears throat> like ICP and all them, they mm. wanted to build that huge fan base, and you so did so did he, but he did it. More because if you're weird, but you're gifted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like he himself broke a mold. Yes. And he, he, he got big. He got huge. And he said it in the very beginning, tech will never go mainstream. Mainstream will go tech. Yeah. And that's a very dangerous thing to say when you think about it because it means that I am going to be more influential in my way, then the mainstream media is going to be, and they will come to me instead of them. Yeah. And then he started releasing all this like cult like music that I fucking dug. All right. Yeah. Like he has his own chant. What you like, you can go out and buy a fucking tech outfit and shit. Oh, yeah. Like it, it's a legitimate thing. And he made it that way red sweatshirt, red sweatpants, and red Nikes. <clears throat> and, you know, you could go out and be a technician. That's what they're called. They are called technicians. Mm-hmm. And they are hard. And the way he's constructed strange music is that you get so much of a variety on strange music that you can't. It's easily it's easy to get stuck into just listening anything from strange music because they uh, they provide so much for different people. Right. It's like if you like trap rap. OK, well, then you can go over here and listen to Jay Cool. Yeah. If you love that hardcore old style gangster rap. Cool. You got Scatterman, Snug Brim, you got fucking Cut Calhoun, and you got Tech Nine himself. It's like I want to listen to that fast rap iconic King shit. Iso. Cool. Go to Ubiquitous. I can. Uh, Yo, King Iso is pretty. Huh? King Iso is doing. Yeah, King Iso is a fucking monster. So I can. I can attribute a huge personality change in myself mm-hmm. to Tech Nine. And the cathartic video series. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, I that, tripped that acid three-parter. And watched all of that from start to finish. And by the time it was said and done, I felt like I had been watching it for like ten hours. Yeah. Uh, that's how long it hung <coughs> in my mind. And by the time it was over, I just I had a, a different outlook on things. Well, I can't explain it. Well, it and shows you it in was, that video, like, how as overly sold it is. Because, obviously, he didn't kill somebody for fucking cult shit. No. You know, no, but... Those, it, were ru- those were rumors about him, though. Yes. He turned his rumors into art. Yes. Like, he's not part of a cult. And then he made a fucking entire album about being in a cult. I was like, I fucking love you. Like, that's such tongue-in-cheek. Tongue but it, it's... Anything that he's done, he's persevered. Yeah. Like, he has looked at some larger mountains than you got to think. Because a black rapper that has mainly a white fan base. From the Midwest. Huh? From the Midwest. Yeah, from the Midwest. That's fucking unheard of. How he rapped, what he rapped about, and how he looked is what turned everybody off. Because at the time, everybody was wanting the fucking... Big spinner necklaces and the fucking sweatbands and the jerseys and the fucking Nikes and the big goofy ass fucking pants that were like that fucking wide. Yeah. 
Jinkos. He comes out in Dickie's work shirt and shorts and some shoes and a fucking red afro. Red face paint on, like, yeah. Like, face that, paint like the, on a, the 80s gangster look. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. But like more like he had a really like big gothed out. Yeah, he was a goth time. undertone to him. Yeah. yeah, he had he always it was had like a, it was like a goth in Long Beach in the eighties. Yes, he always he, he always keeps a macabre. Uh, <coughs> well, didn't he? I could have swore I heard I heard him on an interview one time saying something about like his grandmother was like very into like macabre stuff and everything. Maybe I'm and, not and sure. He, and he spent a lot of time with his grandmother or something. I don't know. Well, I could. He spent a I lot of time wrong. with his uncle. I know that. That he might be. It. He spent a lot of time with his uncle, learning how to sell dope and being part of and getting in the gang culture. Mm-hmm. I, say, so, I might be misquoted. I might have misheard, but no, no, you're right. You're right. But he that, did spend a lot of time with his grandmother because his mom had lupus. Yeah, that was all part of that that cathartic series mm-hmm. that changed. Because I mean, we were we were little juggalo kids together. Yeah, and technically, as far as the FBI was concerned, we were gang members, and then I was in another gang. I mean, club, but it was still a gang if you want to call it that. And in the scene where they bring up his previous like gang ties, yeah, it's like that was in another fucking life. It has no play on what's going on right now, and you keep throwing that shit in my fucking face. But let's air out your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's see all the fucking negative shit you've done and all the things I've had to do to fucking survive. And like he said, he had to do what he had to do to survive. (coughs) Well, he's also got songs that talk about the negative shit he's done. Yeah. Like Real Killer. Yeah. Like, that's about him taking multiple women out to get abortions so he doesn't lose his wife. Like, it's a really fucked up song. Yes, but he never say he. You can never say he lied. No, because he put all of his emotions and all of his life out on music, and I think that's what ties him and Jelly Roll together so close. Is because that's what they do. Is they talk about their real life. There is nothing to have been faked about what they say. Now, see, I don't like Jelly Roll's music, but I love him. Yeah. I think he's a genuine fucking dude that wants to do actual good, and he's willing to do whatever it takes to do that good, whether it be through his music, programs, whatever. Uh, he just he's, went in front of, uh, like, Tennessee Congress or whatever. Yeah, holding T- his Tennessee wife's foot government. because of how nervous he and, Yeah, Because he's trying to set up uh, uh, some, like, drug program. Well, he's trying to set up – he's trying to convince them to lessen uh, or – Increase the tolerance on felon forgiveness mm-hmm. because in Tennessee there is no forgiveness. Yeah, they have a zero yeah. tolerance. They have zero tolerance and for felons and no forgiveness. And he is a felon, so in such that affects him, and it has affected him in his music career. And like can't even open up a bank account. Right, he has to do everything through somebody else through his wife. Yeah, yeah, he has to do everything through his wife. Now, like I said, <coughs> I don't hate his music. Now, don't get it twisted. I don't hate his music whatsoever. If it's on, I'll listen to it. It's not one of those. Shit, we were listening to it fucking. Yeah, yesterday. we were listening to it yesterday. He's not my. He's not my flavor. He's not my style of music, and that's fine. I, it's same thing with Post Malone. I do not like Post Malone's music, but I love him because he's just a nerd that got famous. We got to play magic with him. Yeah, I have to play magic <laughs> with him. But it, th- there's, but then we can also cut and separate the art from the artist. See, the people that know how to separate the art from the artist 
cannot be brain- brainwashed easily. Yeah. So like Jim Carrey is a horrible fucking person. He is. He's a terrible fucking person. He killed a lady because he's like, here, take these fucking pills. Don't worry about what the government says. Just listen to me. I'm your pharmaceutical company. Yeah. And killed her. Killed another actress. Well, that's the thing. And now that's part of that cancel culture you're talking about. No one cares about their art. And that's the thing is that it's always the ones that hate on some, a hate on a group, a musician or a band. Yeah. They're always the first ones to try to call into question anything that they do. And one thing that I, I try to stress to everybody is that these are just people. Mm-hmm. For us to be naive and think that a bunch of spoiled-ass actors and musicians are not capable of horrible things because oh. they have a large amount of money. Major atrocities. stupid to not think that because... It, we got scumbags walking around our streets, but then we got scumbags in our fucking city building. Yeah. We got scumbags in our fucking schools. We got scumbags riding around in our police cars. I mean, hell, look what happened to Andy Dick. He killed Phil Hartman. So, and yeah, let, let me get to that. Oh, yeah. So. I'll just say that Jim Carrey is still my favorite comedian ever. So. But yeah, the second <laughs> part about my point is that I'm still going to watch an, you know, fucking anything he puts out because I love him as an actor. Right. I hate him as a person, love him as an actor. And it's and it's like you don't get, you don't I get to pick, you don't get to pick, unfortunately. Yeah. It's like because if you're a fan and if somebody does bad things, you're instantly a piece of crap because you're a fan of their art. And I'm like, dude, weren't most male artists artists of the early times womanizing alcohol. Oh my god, they were terrible people. You know, they Absolutely. Were horrible people. And it, that's the thing is that I think people that are capable of creating great art are probably some of the most fucked up people and they're capable of more because there's a fine line between being genius and being crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes unidentifiable uh, unidentifiable in between there. So people that create amazing works of art whether it be music or painting or anything they're probably nuts because they're thinking outside the box and that's i kind of i like lumping myself into that genre because you know i do a bunch of writing and i try my best to be like hey i'm gonna do this fuck what everybody else is doing i I don't say i don't think all i mean i think everybody's capable great like doing horrible things oh yeah but i i I just i think what people lose sight of is when they go see a movie and they see an actor they don't they don't see that per that person they see a product that character but they don't see that person they don't know that person whatsoever they are probably a horrible person i i i watched a video yesterday about will smith's um manager or agent Mm -hmm. or whatever Walking into a room and he was just getting his ass pounded by this huge dude. I mean, fucked. Yeah. Hard. And Will Smith turned around and said, in a couple hours, there's going to be somebody here with a contract you have to sign. And I'm doing this for your safety. Yeah. So whatever they're involved in, they're not good people. Because, I mean, I couldn't imagine being at work and then somebody that I made a deal with somewhere is going to come by and just just bust one off in my ass. Sorry, that doesn't sound like a good agreement to me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not, though. So whatever they're into... They're they're horrible fucking people. I mean, Jay Z and Beyonce. They've. I mean, it's already been busted out. And the fact that people are not paying attention to it 
it really confuses me. Like, there's proof that Jay-Z's a piece of shit. There's proof that Beyonce's a fucking crazy bitch. And they've done horrible things. But no one gives a shit. Now, here's how Andy Dick killed Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman's wife uh-huh. was, like, freshly sober from cocaine. And obviously, late 80s, mid-90s, it was everywhere. Especially right. in the entertainment system. Right. And Andy Dick ended up getting on to some radio TV show. It was like a TV show about a news radio station. I can't remember what it was called. Uh huh. And Phil Hartman was one of the DJs on this. Was playing one of the DJs. Uh huh. So Andy Dick got really handsy with Phil's wife and and reintroduced her to cocaine. Uh huh. And then a day later, she fucking in a cocaine fit rage shoots Phil Hartman, kills herself in front of their kids. No shit. Yeah, shit. and all because Andy Dick gave her fucking coke like two days before that. He killed Phil Hartman. He killed one of the one of the funniest comedy actors that everybody's tried to imitate. I guess. I guess if you look at it in the terms you're putting it, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Did anything he, happen to Andy Dick? No. Well, it wouldn't have been conspiracy. It would have been a loose. Um, what would you call that charge? It would be a very loose manslaughter contribute. Contrib- It'd be like a second degree manslaughter contribution like to that, manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he'd only get like five to ten years, but well, still, like maybe he should have gone to fucking jail. Because you look at what he's doing now. What the, is he doing now? The, the man's a fucking train wreck. He's on these like a P two P websites that are like person to person. Oh, not like yeah, not like that. Uh, he's got doing, that look. He's doing pee stuff now. It's Andy Dick, probably. Falling. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is. And he, last time anybody heard from him, he was being held hostage in this one random guy's fucking house <laughs> on a twenty-four hour live stream that would do nothing but feed him pills and alcohol. And just to keep him a fucking train wreck. Like Andy Dick has had his ass handed to him. He's been beat up at nightclubs. And he got fucking mugged in just walking around Las Vegas. He said he got mugged. No, he got his ass kicked because he kept groping fucking women because he's a drunken mess and he refuses to get help. A drunken mess regardless. I mean, he's still a pervy little fucker. Yeah. And that's the thing is that uh, him and Tom Green were always trying to out fucking gross each other. See, Tom Green had it natural, though. Andy Dick was a tryhard. Yeah. Tom Green was just like, oh, what? You showed a picture of a, ca- of a cow's dick? I'm going to go jerk him off. <laughs> and then he'd g- run out to the middle of the field, grab a horse cock, and just... Oh, Hey, I fucking love Tom Green. Right? some gross individuals right there. Tom Green is a nut job, and I love him. And his stand-up's pretty funny. And he outwrapped Exhibit, which was weird. Dead serious. Him and well, Exhibit had a freestyle battle on his webisode, and he won. You know, I'm sure that's not hard to do. Huh. Yeah, but still, you look at a legendary rapper like Exhibit, and they look over at fucking Tom Green, whose <laughs> only biggest claim to fame is, my bum is on your ship. My bum is on your ship. Is now out rapping this motherfucker? You're like, you chose the wrong musical genre. You could at least have been in a lonely island. You, know, you could have done something comedy related that's not... This, you know. So that's, that's, uh, all this is really funny because we start talking about cryptids and then we get to this 
And this is exactly the point that we're trying to make. Yeah. Is that if there is little things that go bump in the night or big things that go mm-hmm. bump in the night, we're too worried about what all these sick fucks are doing. We're off the silver screen. We're numb to it. Yeah. We're numb to any real life horror, which is why people are dying in more horrific ways these days. I mean, okay. This brings into my conspiracy theory. I think that the government and the National Wildlife Resort are hiding evidence of real Bigfoot and like real Yetis because you can't take a picture of anything and it not be in the ether. That means that somebody can contact your phone, edit that picture even slightly to where if you send your phone in and say, hey, I got real evidence of Bigfoot, I'm going to send it to this college, get it legitimized, and then we're going to crack this case wide open. Now their texts are going to go, oh, wait, here's traces of Photoshop. Nope, it's altered. It's no longer accredited, even though it is accredited. I think that happens way too fucking much because it's like you go onto the surface web and 99.9% of the videos you see are fake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are considered fake because people have cited them. There's, you know, articles about it, whatever. But it's really, fa- but they prove it's a fa- fake really fast. They don't give it a few weeks to stew. We don't have that judicial t- period now. Why not? We had it back then before everything was digital. We had that, well, we got to wait a few weeks for confirmation. Yeah. Now it's confirmations at a snap of the fucking finger. I think that they are hiding all of this because if we found out that the Yetis were real, it would be the missing link, which would also tear down corporate structures, governments, everything, because that means that Christianity is false on, 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 on how humans got here. And for everything being a Christian based fucking country. Yeah. For science to go, we just disproved it would be devastating. To at least 60% of the population. But I don't think there's any religion that really appreciates Charles Darwin, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think they all have conflicting views with what Darwin said. Because he proved them wrong. Because he proved them wrong. He quit. He questioned. Okay, so you're right. With Bigfoot, we don't know. It could be, I'm going to pull it as real, and I want to pull this the missing link in between uh, primate and man. Um, but... What Darwin did and what many other philosophers did is they called everything that everyone was being fed into question. The innovation, of, like we said, anybody that has any pull mm-hmm. that commands any kind of societal um, mass yeah. or influence, they're struck down. Yeah. Hard on top Hard. of that. Yes. And it's not one of those quiet sweep under the rugs. They are they are ridiculed by the public. Exactly. So, I think Bigfoot's real. Now, do I believe that it denounces Christian Christian faith? Probably not, because you really think about it. I know a lot of Christian friends. I have a lo- actually I have a, a, quite a few of them, believe it or not, that completely believe in the theory of evolution. Yeah, because their version of what they believe is. Science is right, but also it's important to have faith. There's a whole entire museum in Kentucky uh, that is was built around that theory, creation museum. Yeah, it's creationism. Yeah, 
like and it's built around like dinosaurs were dinosaurs were alive and around during biblical times oh yeah yeah. like humans and dinosaurs 2024 years old yeah yeah they coexisted well, that's it's a neat museum, though I will give it that. Like it is I, really I fucking like cool. none of this is real, but hey, it's neat. There, <laughs> but that brings in that that's a picture that I saw. There was, <clears throat> there was you know what looked like to be you know um, white guys, cowboys, I guess yeah. you say. Excuse the crinkling of my uh, of my candy. <laughs> <laughs> they were riding horses, mm-hmm. and then there was. Uh, in the picture as well, this was in the early 1800s. There was looked like Hindu people with their with their heads wrapped and all yeah. that, riding fucking dinosaurs in this picture. And I'm like, so you're trying to tell me that you, you you that dinosaurs have died out, but then we've got a painting right here that's supposedly historically accurate, being shoved underneath the rug because. It's depicting the fact that at one point in time, over in that part of the world, they were still in contact with some form of a plesiosaur that could walk on land mm-hmm. of some sort that they have domesticated in some ways like elephants. So, would would that be so hard to believe that there's some places that we're just not seeing that I mean, we're not being told about where these things are? We still have dinosaurs on the earth. People forget forget that all the time. Yeah. Crocodiles. Sharks. Yes. Sharks. Yeah, sharks. They haven't really evolved any. Crocodiles are the least evolved animal on this planet because they were birthed and went, nailed it! Now, the only thing that they devolved from is their size. Mm-hmm. They're hunt- That's the same with yeah. sharks too. Their hunting methods, their bone structure, everything the exact same except they just, size. Yeah, they just <coughs> sometimes that speaks can get smaller. That speaks to the Bigfoot thing, also along mm-hmm. with the giant theory <coughs> that now that we're all this size, yeah, everything is starting to shrink down to size. Yep, for some reason. Now that's because the lower amounts of oxygen in the air. Or blood cells can't grow. Agreed. Yes. That's something. The oxygen Mm -hmm. is not as pure as it should be, as it would have been. But also, the natural predator is no longer 10 to 15 feet tall. No, it's on two legs. And now it's, now everything's fallen into seven foot to eight, seven to six to seven feet tall tops. And now it's fallen into something called indeterminate growth. Yes. So. We used to have determinate growth, mm-hmm. where we would be a certain size to in order to fight predators. Right. We would be. But now everything is indeterminate growth because we've killed off a lot of species that would give us the determinate growth. Right. Now, if you were to take away our take away our guns, our knives, our houses, and just plop us in the woods, as a, and we have to fend for ourselves, we're fucked. Yeah. We should mm-hmm. be dead. But because of our larger frontal lobe... We could do abstract constructs. Yes. So we can build a house in order to fight through this dumb this dumb animal, blah, blah, blah. Now we can <coughs> now we have sticks and tools and and everything that is going to make us the predator. We're not we're not gonna be the prey. We're gonna be the predator because <coughs> our intelligence is higher. Now when it comes to physical raw strength, we're squishy. Yeah. Like, but our devices. Yeah. 
If we didn't have our devices. My Instagram feed on, like, my For You yeah. page. Over half of it is, like, the sensor stuff. You have to click see video. Yeah, yeah. And it's of people getting fucking obliterated by bears, by tigers and lions and bears. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, seriously, like, I... I mean, I send you stuff all the time, like yeah. fucking horrific, like shit that no human should see. Well, we gotta remember I a see lot of it. countries, like uh, I think it's India. Yeah, that's where they, a lot of these videos are coming from. They still have a is. serious issue with straight uh, cheetahs, dogs. No, it's it's cats, it's tigers and lions. Uh, and I cheetahs. know they. I know they have a problem with Bengal tigers. Yes, because Bengal tigers are not afraid to fuck you up. Right. And I know they have a, a problem with a certain type of cougar. Um, cheetahs are more of an like South African might, kind of thing, so like it wouldn't be in India. What leopard? Yeah, it might be might be a leopard Maybe. or a jaguar. Absolutely, a leopard or a jaguar. I can see yeah. a jaguar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I. Uh, yeah, and people forget that these animals are ridiculously strong. You see a jaguar; they are only. If they stand up right, they're like five, five and a half foot. They don't, they're a big cat, but they don't look like, you look like, if you're like the size of me or the size of Chris, you can look at exactly like, Exactly that, they're a big cat. Yeah. But. Like, I can totally, like, I can totally wrestle it. A, a like, domesticated it, house yeah. cat can still kill you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if it wanted to, it could kill you. <coughs> a mutual, <coughs> excuse me, a mutual buddy of ours, Um, they, they have a Maine Coon. This main coon, like on the like on the floor, is like up to the arm of this chair, and he is mean as shit. Yeah, the neighbors got three of them. They got two females and a male. The oh, male's yeah. the youngest, and he already like when he's sitting down, his head's right here. He's huge, mm-hmm. and they. <coughs> but a, ja- a jaguar looks like we can tackle it down and subdue it. We can't until no. it starts kicking, <laughs> and then you're screwed. No, no, they are so fucking strong that they can grab. They can take their fucking jowls, grab the back of your fucking scalp, and drag you up a tree like you're fucking nothing. Like you're a child being dragged by his arm. Stay strapped, get chomped. <laughs> now, see, there's certain caliber of bullets that they're so dense in muscle, don't pen it, like it'll scare them away. But if you weren't looking to kill one. Yeah, like a 22 is going to. Oh, no. They're going to react to a 22 <laughs> the same way we would react to it, like airsoft. Yeah. It's like, ow, that hurt. Nine mil. Uh, most of those guys are using like, <coughs> like two, two, three rifle rounds so they can pierce through the fucking. Fucking 308. Yeah. yeah. Like they don't fuck Seven, around. Six, like twos. And half the time, it's it's the same thing with hippos. With hippos, you have to have a 45 or higher yeah, in order to penetrate its skull. Look, if you're stupid enough to go fucking around in an area that you know has hippos, well, <coughs> hippos are fucking scary. You deserve whatever yeah. happens to you because you know how those things are. Like, they're as fast as they are big. It's like hmm? God made a fat, short, tusked creature. That's a, like the, almost a it's a water rhino. It can, That's what the fuck it is. Yeah, I know and what, it can outrun you in the water and on land. And I know what my ex looks half. like. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a hippo I think can run up to like thirty miles on land and uh-huh. like fifty miles per hour in the water. And hippos don't swim. They're, yeah, you think they, that's they, fat? They, they, they that's like muscle. Jump. They, they like sink down and then they like push themselves off the bottom and they have they so much fucking, fucking propulsion. Jump that, out of yeah. 
They are such an angry <coughs> creature that water doesn't fuck with them. Crocodiles don't fuck with them. Yeah, they fuck with crocodiles. So, uh, something I was thinking about yesterday. If all hell broke loose mm-hmm. and the whole country was in absolute chaos and there's no one to tend the animals at the zoo, <laughs> they escape. Yeah, they can escape. And they start breeding. We're going to have serious <coughs> issues here. Because, I mean, we have animals from every part. I don't I don't want to go out my front door and I'd be a monitor lizard kind of just like... I would. Oh, what? I'd be so fucking happy. A monitor happy. lizard get bred with fuck. a bear? Get, get come, the fuck out of here. Come here, scaly puppy. <laughs> I'm dumb enough to like, oh, no, I want to give it a hug. Come here. I'm dumb enough to do that. But I love lizards, too, so... <laughs> so maybe like a better like if there was like a uh, I was gonna say a badger but let's face it I'd try to befriend it as well uh, <laughs> now if there's like a zebra at my front yard fuck that I'm killing it I don't know I would try to if it was like a zebra or a giraffe or you know or like a zonkey or something a zebra, I could I would domesticate understand. It. I would domesticate you have it. to have a rug for the Christmas cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm holding I would my- domesticate an ostrich. You would never see me drive a vehicle again. <laughs> <laughs> he just cut me off. <laughs> William, headbutt. <laughs> Why is his name fucking William? What do you want it to be? <laughs> I don't know. What is his, what's his name, Chris? I don't know. Looking at an ostrich, I just think of either like Bill or Chauncey. Chauncey I like Chauncey. Headbutt. <laughs> I like Chauncey. Man, all right. Off topic, but on topic at the same time. Um, Candy is heavily considering getting an emu. Why was I just going to bring up fucking emus just now? Yeah. Weaponizing emus. <laughs> I, ju- I feel I, like we've I talked about that not. before. I was going to ju- I was going to bring up uh, cryptids. They didn't know we t- did we talk about weaponizing emus before at yes, some point? We did. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want us to see certain shit, but they can't hide emus from us. Cuz look at that fucked up thing and then you find out all it has to do is be like gink and it can cut you wide the fuck open with its foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like now, yeah, you can't, you can't hide these from us. They're going to be fucking everywhere. Now, here's the funny thing about emus. 100% domesticable. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can absolutely have one as a pet, and it'd be like the most loving pet you'd ever have. At least you hope so. I told her that if you get an emu, I will help you build the enclosure, but it's up to you to feed them. It's up to you to love them. You have to, this is your animal. You just need to build the enclosure around your entire house. So if somebody jumps the fits... Oh, it's going to be, let's face it. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to totally dude, where's my car at? And just have like 40 of them. Legit though. The the cops here, Mm -hmm. if somebody got under your property and your emu fucked them up and put them in the hospital, even if the cops came down here, they're going to look at that fucking bug eyed thing and be like, yeah, no, fuck this. Uh Especially if you train it to it, especially if you train it to attack on command. The fucking, the fucking, uh, what was the raptor's name on? Blue? No, the last one, the one they, the Indominus raptor. Oh, yeah, yeah. The cre- the crazy looking one that got, like, got um, triggered by a laser. Yeah. 
emus triggered by <laughs> there you go <laughs> just holding up a laser pointer at, at police officers coming down my driveway like they have no fucking clue <laughs> officer what i have in my hand is a laser once i shine this on you there's going to be a creature coming out of the darkness <laughs> it's not a dog and, boom. and put your gun down there's a dead man switch on it and i'll hear <laughs> All you hear is like, <laughs> from the fucking, <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? That's what you're about to find out, sir. Have a good night. And sir, <laughs> don't think swimming in my pond is going to save you because I have put alligator gar in yeah, there. Yeah, you can legally you can legally own an alligator in Indiana. You could probably get alligator gar, and they'd probably thrive in your pond. Yeah, no, uh, Joey and I actually, so Joey, Joey had, had an the, alligator guard, had, didn't he? Had Gary, yeah. the alligator guard, Gary that, the would, guard. that loved getting pets. Yeah. You, Joey and I could stick our hands in this tank, and this thing would swim up to our palms, and we we could sit there and just pet it all day, and then hand feed it fucking fish. Yeah. The idea was that Gary was going to get a few extra feet, and we're going to release him into the pond. Yeah. With a whole bunch of feeder fish. And we want because we want to see Gary get huge because the alligator guard get like fifteen feet like they get ridiculously big. They only grow to the size of their their environment though. He probably get about eight feet long out there. That's why I'm like about an eight foot yeah. alligator gar as a pet. You know, is like if somebody jumps into the pond, they're not going to be expecting that. Like, is it going to kill you? No. Is it going to fuck you up? It's going to bite you. Oh, it's going to hurt. Oh, it's yeah. going to suck hurt too. Like, you're you're, and you're going to have to explain that a fish. Did that. Yes. Yeah, it was here when I moved in, officer. I have no <laughs> clue where it came from. And you can't technically go into my pond because there's a blue heron that made that's made its nest yeah. on the other side. So, endangered species. Oh, uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying there are multiple dead bodies in my pond, but I'm just saying that... Oh, there's been a few times me and that heron have been, like, within feet of each other. Close to words. And we're just... <laughs> yeah, I'm just staring at it. It's staring at me. I'm just like, fucking do it. I punched it one. Do it. I punched it one day. It dove on. It was on the fucking swing set, and it dove on Shiloh. We were walking out to the car, and it, and because Shiloh, she was about Sophie's age. She's walking next to me. And I see it up there. I'm like, oh look, baby, big bird. You know, just, and that thing went poof right at her. It's. I wish I had a camera because I punched it. That thing is a pterodactyl. I right hooked it and it landed on the hood of my car and then flew away. And then, like, ever since then, I walked past it, like, yeah, you want round two, nigga? I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm right here. I'm making my night. <laughs> you, should, you should totally get emu. You get two yes. of them. Did that I- way, in case if the emu does kill the blue herring. I don't you know, know if emus like water or not, so... Nah, they do. They like to drink from Oh, no, it. that... Yeah, that emu will get right Uh-oh, up to the are house. are you serious? Because <laughs> <laughs> I told her we have a watering source. I said the she, the emu can drink the water out of the pond. She goes, ew, that's nasty. I was like... Yeah, I'm telling you're you... You're right, but... You better have uh, a place for it to be because you're going to fucking walk out for work one morning. And it, uh, it's not going to want to leave. It's going to be on top of you. You're you're going to go it's, to warm yeah, up your car, on top of and then you twenty minutes later, you're going to be there, and it's going to be on top of your hood, staying warm. And then you're going to have to drive all the way to work with an emu on your car, and then you're going to have to explain it to your coworkers and customers. 
don't know. Fuck that. I'm sending like a text to my boss with a picture. Be like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't be late. He'll understand. Those things fucking growl. Yeah. They don't even squawk. They growl. Yeah. Scott won't move. <laughs> Who's Scott? He doesn't know either. Because <laughs> I, I told her that I'm done with animals. And that there's a very short list of acceptable animals that I'm allowed to walk into my property on. One of them is a crocodile. I want a crocodile. Not a saltwater one because I'm not a fucking maniac. <laughs> I'd like a crocodile or a llama. No, not a llama. An alpaca. It has to be an alpaca. Because llamas are bitches. We're going to smoke bowls with the alpaca. <laughs> well, see, I want to name it your lunch. <laughs> alpaca, alpaca your, your lunch. lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot. Or an emu. <clears throat> Just because those are the animals I can gladly say. I can like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's my dog, Tally. This is my you know, good girl, Jojo. That's my alpaca. And, and just, I'm going to blow past it. Like, I wanted to be so interesting. They're like, wait the fuck a minute. How was that not last? No, you need to insert it between the two dogs. <laughs> this is Tally. This is your lunch. This is like, wait, what? That's an emu. Like, uh, you have an emu? Well, you've never seen a gigantic chicken before? <laughs> there you get an ostrich. So you can, like... Fuck that. Those things are mean as hell. Yeah, but no. one ostrich egg is like 24 chicken eggs. Fuck that. You could eat, you could eat like, omelets every day. Yeah, but emus <laughs> lay a similar size egg. Yeah, that's true. And they're not going to fuck me up every time I try to go outside you and go to work. You hope not. I, you know, I was, I was able, you know to, what? Pet, it's, I was it's able good... to pet the ostrich at the fucking apple orchard i could not pet the emu because it kept growling at me and I, it looked at me with that eye like it was going to do something <laughs> that one good eye they, they their eyes are they're the only things that have eyes in the fucking front of their head are what predators and emus have eyes in the front of their fucking face don't they uh-huh. what does that tell you it is a predator it's a friend <laughs> <laughs> It's a friend. I don't even count those as feathers. It looks like fur. It's a friend. <laughs> it, it. You should definitely get one. I told, look, Candy asked me to talk her out of it. And all, all I did was give her the real, the real talk. I was like, look, like emus are relatively, you know, cheap to feed. We have a watering system. All we need is an electric fence, which are, you can get one for our entire property for less than 200 bucks. I definitely know how to install it. Yeah, I'm just going through. I was like, look, if you want me to tell you no, I can tell you no. Like, no, don't get an emu. We can't afford it. But to sit here and say that we can't afford it and it's not technically doable, is that, that would be lying. It's like, look, we can totally do this. But you're supposed to tell me no. I went, no. You can fucking. It's like, you we're, can, we're gonna have to buy like we're going to have to buy a herd of these things. We'll each buy one. They're $200. Yeah. For just a, a standard black one or a brown one. Yeah. We can, yeah. Ooh, we expensive. can give them afros. How do you do that? This is what they look like. They got a lot of hair. That's probably why they're so pissed Wigs. off all the time. Wigs. Okay. Well, I'll get you the fucking wig glue and the wigs, and I'm going to get the camera while you're trying to glue these wigs on these razor-sharp talon-having birds that we're going to have running around DJ's house. We'll put, uh, we'll put corks on the, on the tips of the claws. We're going to have the neighbors. Kevlar socks. <laughs> <laughs> if 
But even, we could. We could put, told you, like it's completely we, doable. I mean, we could put cut free socks on them. That would just feel like getting hit by a boxer after that. <laughs> well, I'm used to that. Well, they're realistically emus are not all that big. No, no but, but they're aggressive. No, emus are not aggressive. Ostriches are aggressive. <laughs> And that's what if I, I want. If I look as stupid as that, I'd be aggressive too. Look, I've been bit by an ostrich. Those things do not give a fuck about you or your life or anything. Look, I have enough. I have plenty of fucking anger problems as it is. So having an emu outside every day that's just going to try to fuck with me, knowing I can just probably beat the shit out of it and it's not going to harm it. It's going yeah, to be good I just, practice. I just want to exactly. see Chris, that, I just want to see that's Chris why box I want an, an emu every morning. Or an emu. Either you know one. know how I got so good in the close quarters combat situation? And now we can Fuck actually... I put emus. emus all around my yard. When I walk outside, they try to beat the shit out of me. I got used to being on my guard. You know, we can buy kangaroos, too. Yeah. They, we can totally own kangaroos. I want to be yeah, able to beat no. the animal up, okay? Not the other way around. <laughs> You yes. just got to get the first. I've heard these Australian guys say you got to get the first swing in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you got to get it. You got to land a good one right on the nose. And then they'll, they they might swing a couple more times, but as long as you keep landing them boppers, they'll yeah. fucking go away. <laughs> <laughs> we almost. Chris and I, I, I almost feel boxed it. one. Oh. It came so close. We had the, op- the opportunity was literally right there. We had the opportunity. We had the time and we had the money. Because Cincinnati Zoo had a uh, meet a kangaroo, like an it, like like a personal up close interactive exhibit with a kangaroo. I was going to get it riled up, and then I was going to, you know, wait for it to square up with me so I could fucking box it. So like, that I was, was just going to uppercut it the second I met it because strike first, strike hard. <laughs> I, only, I at least wanted a good reason so that way they'll be like, whoa, blah blah blah. I'll be like, look, he squared up with me. I wasn't about to go limp. Okay. Oh. So, <laughs> Wessler's Orchard out there, mm-hmm. uh, is it Wessler's or is it Dordery? Dordery's Dordy. out there past Dordy. Centerville. Yeah. Dordery they Orchard. used to have Wessler's right down the road. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They used to have many kangaroos. And I remember going up there uh, with this girl and her friend and her boyfriend, and he's like, I want to get in there and pet it. Because they had, like, a three-foot-tall wood fence. And he's like, no, I want to pet one. And I was like, those are miniature kangaroos. You know what kangaroos do? He's like, nah, they're used to people. Nah. They're not used to people in their the damn cage. Yeah. And he goes up to it real slow. And at first it's like at first it's like one of those like all is one with nature moments, the fucking peaceful music yeah. is playing, the birds are chirping, the butterflies are landing on your yeah. cheek. And the, the little wallaby just reaches up like and just grabs him and kind of <laughs> looks at him like this, and then starts kicking the shit out of him, dude. And now I mean, Corpse like, Grinder's playing. Oh my god! It's like <laughs> everything switched to red, and death metal kicked on. He, that thing kicked him like three times before he finally jerked his hand away and ran off. He tripped, and a little fucker was like right up behind him, like jumping on him, like stomping his ass, dude. It was fucking lit. I'm like, yeah, they're used to people, all right, beating the shit out of people. Like I wouldn't want to have to fucking feed these things every day. <laughs> have you seen that one video of a kangaroo? He's got a dog in a head, like legit has a dog in a fucking headlock. Yeah, and, and his then, owner and, comes and, up. Yeah, like, and then the owner <laughs> comes up and then just bam, fucking gives him a hook, and then the kangaroo like stops, puts his arm straight out, just like 
Whoa. What like, the wait fuck? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait. We did not have to get to this level. <laughs> go hop my ass over here now. <laughs> you that? like stun the kangaroo. It's just like, whoa. Who was that? Well, that's why I said you got to get that land that first one. You got to land that first game. That's why I said I wasn't going to get, when we were going to go meet the kangaroos, I wasn't going to rile them up. I was just going to uppercut them. The second, just well, bam, also strike first, first. Let's do also, it, Also, you know me. I enjoy a challenge I know is too difficult for me. This is war. I'm winning. Wait. Yeah. I, I enjoy putting myself in tremendously bad situations. <laughs> but they have to be like a physical. Like, I, I, I don't know. I enjoy fighting my way out of shit. So <laughs> never put you in a guy? chimp enclosure because <laughs> bye, Chris. Oh, no, no, <laughs> I, re I refuse to go into a chimp enclosure. I know I'm going to fucking die. Who was that wildlife guy? Was it Jack Hanna? It was a guy named Jack Hanna. I think he did wildlife shows and stuff. Sounds familiar. Yeah. So he he gave an instructional video of how to uh, calm a kangaroo down because apparently they're real uh flight not they're flighty and they're fighty. Yeah. Like their temperature will shoot up out of nowhere mm -hmm. and then you can calm them down. But he he's like, what you gotta do is you gotta get them where there's a little tree about this wide and you gotta get that tree between you and that kangaroo. Mm -hmm. And every time it reaches around at you, you just kinda kinda grab its hand and push it down. And then while you're doing that, you're supposed to lower your body level down to the ground and that kangaroo will follow you and it'll lay down. And I'm like, you know, Jack, I don't ever plan on being face to face with a fucking six foot tall kangaroo that looks like it does steroids. <laughs> but thank you for the note. Just jacked. Like now I got to go find a sapling. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I had an interesting opportunity fucking to own a brown bear. Going to a fucking coming onto a kangaroo looking like Sam Sullock. I don't know if I'd want a bear. So, all right, this guy used to come into my bait shop all the time, and he had Bobo, uh -huh. which was his bear. Uh -huh. I've had a very rare opportunity to not only pet a bear, but l get licked by one. Both very unpleasant. <laughs> but he, I didn't believe him that he had a bear, because we got customers in here telling us outrageous stories all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. It's a bait shop. You know, I caught a guppy the size of Mount Everest, you know, and I caught it right out of the reservoir. You know, it's shit like that, you know. Well, with the stuff being dumped into the reservoir, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> Although one guy did catch a catfish that had a, a really bad uh, mutation where its top jaw didn't have any cartilage in it, and it was sucked into his bottom jaw. He looked like a bulldog with fins. <laughs> it was fucking weird. <laughs> he came from the nursing home part of the river. <laughs> <laughs> so he... um. So he was moving to Toledo, uh huh, and he came in in a box truck. He's like, you want to meet Bobo? I'm like, there's no fucking way. I walked out there. He opens up the fucking door of the box truck, and it's a cage. Like, the truck is a cage, but it has a huge metal fucking barred cage in front of it. And there's a bear just sitting, looking dumb. Like, I'll agree with Burke Chrysler, just on his ass, in the truck, just, oh, sup. <laughs> and he goes, come on, Bobo. And this thing gets the zoomies. I don't know if you've ever been faced with an 800-pound killing machine that has the zoomies. Like, ah, bitch, calm down. <laughs> Give him a treat. He's like, oh, no, go ahead. Stick your hand in there and pet him. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> like, fucking part of my monkey part of my brain went, no. I like hands. I use them frequently. <laughs> but eventually he talks me into it because he has his hand in there. He's scratching behind the ear, and this thing's just really lovey. And I'm like... Lizard part of the brain kicks in. Pet fluffy thing. Yeah. <laughs> its hair, very coarse. Oh, very yeah. Very rough. 
but you get like right here. He, yeah, I was like, oh, you're a dog. And then it grabbed my hand. And I realized that it's Paul is fucking massive. Oh, yeah. Because when it grabbed my hand, my forearm is in his hand. My entire forearm, he's just got it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is where I lose my hand. <laughs> and he brings my hand down and licks it right here. So I felt everything. And it is such a weird textured tongue because it's strong. It's ridiculously strong. And it's like a cat tongue. Yeah. It's very coarse as well. So, you know, they get, you know, digest their food. They have to do that. And then he lets my hand go. And then he just sits there and just stares at us while I'm talking to him. I'm like, ew. <laughs> it's such a weird feeling. Just like, it's such a rare opportunity. Well, fast forward like a few year, a couple of years ago, he had gotten a female brown bear donated to him. Bobo was not fixed. Uh-huh. And he got the horny and broke into her enclosure and they did the thing. They did the diddle diddle. He ended up having like six bear cubs. No, four. He had four bear cubs uh-huh. that he had to tend for. He called me on Facebook. Said, hey, I got a bear cub weaned if you want one. I was curious. Like, yeah, how much? He's like, just come up here and get him. Uh. Like, what? He's like, yeah, you're going to have to feed him like whole raw chickens in the beginning along with some kibble. And he was like, tell me their care as though I'm already going to do it. I was like, let me talk to my wife about this, man. <laughs> and I walked up to candy. I was like, Hey, and I showed her the messages and you know, the phone conversation and whatnot. No, <laughs> she didn't say no. <laughs> She's like, do you think we can actually have, we, do we have enough property for one? How safe are they? And I'm like, well, it's a bear. It's a bear. <laughs> like it might like me for 15 years. Maybe. And I mean, like me, it doesn't love me. I'm still, I'm spare food. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to look at me like you need to get plumper and it's going to be a cold winter. I'll keep you around just in case of emergency. Exactly. I'm I'm the emergency Snickers bar to this fucking bear. So <clears throat> ultimately we decided not to. Oh well, yeah. And now I'm like, man, I should have. <laughs> I should have figured it out. Just kept a bear on the property at all times. <laughs> just because I'd like to see somebody call the police on me and the police come up like, oh, that's a fucking brown bear. Uh-huh. Your bullets don't do dick to it. <laughs> It's like, you're going to have to get, you know, a wildlife expert down here to fuck with a brown bear, or you can leave me the hell alone. Have some kibble, (laughs) boo-boo. It likes me. It doesn't like aggression, officer. He's a gentle creature. (laughs) (laughs) But then I'm like, or I can just get a crocodile. Because we're in the Midwest. They ain't never seen one. Yeah, I can see that going bad. And the only way I can see that going bad... I don't think it would munch on anybody um, specifically, but I could see it crawling up into the middle of the road and maybe not getting hurt, but... Definitely causing an accident. Doing the hurting. flipping a small car. Like, if they run over it, it's going to yeah. flip. <coughs> and go, then then it's gonna, the car is going to land in your, in your lagoon, and then you're going to have a problem because he's going to run right down there. He's going to hear the gurgles, and he's be like, mm, mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> no, I just want to see one of the meth head bikers across the street thinking that they can wrestle it or tame it. 
I mean, you know, if I have a 15-foot fucking crocodile out there that weighs 1,000 pounds, yeah, go ahead, jump you on his back. Alligator. Alligators are smaller. That's why I want to Yeah, but all we got to do is get in the car and drive for like six hours south, uh, e- southeast, and yeah. we could just go get one. Yeah. Just okay. got to go down to Florida. Yeah. So that'd be easier to get, get an alligator then. We get two yeah. of them. They get a male and a female. That way there's going to be an alligator infestation. <laughs> Ground zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked out for Betty White that one time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lake Placid. <laughs> that was a crocodile, though. Was it a crocodile? Yeah, that was a crocodile. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty big, that was a pretty big water lizard. Yeah, because alligators don't get that big. I mean, they get sizable. And she was feeding it cows. That's crocodiles. Because <laughs> just if you ever get bored, look up saltwater crocodiles. Yeah. They're like 35 feet. They're gigantic. Yeah, like, see, that just, that just proves my point. If all hell broke loose <coughs> and the zoos, like, were just, everything got out, yeah. they've got that <coughs> shit there. Mm-hmm. Now, saltwater croc probably wouldn't last too long outside of its enclosure, though. No, but there are going to be things that's going to go into its enclosure. Yeah. Eventually, animals are not going to really know the difference between saltwater and freshwater unless yeah. they do a taste test. Yeah. So if there's a zebra that goes into his enclosure, like, oh, lick, and then no more head on the zebra. That's a real yeah. thing. But you also have to keep in mind that, like, the smaller, like, caimans and, like, smaller crocodiles and alligators and whatnot would also get specifically targeted by, like, jaguars and tigers. Yeah. So, like, it's just this huge ecosystem that we could technically run all natural if we build big enough walls. Are sharks salt yeah. water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Tiger sharks are the only sharks that can adapt to fresh water. Okay. So, sharks and crocodiles, saltwater crocodiles, have a very um, kosher diet. They do. Because um, the water's full of salt. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. So, saltwater crocodiles, if they were to go up against like a great white shark, uh-huh. you got to understand, a huge great white shark is about nine foot. That's still a bit, I'm not underselling it, but nine feet's about from me to you, Josh. That's a big fish. That'll fuck any of us up. I think a little bit bigger than that. Uh, no, that's nine foot. Because yeah, this is a 14 by 14 room. Oh. So from about me to you is about nine feet. Now, take that into consideration. That's how big a large great white shark is. Uh-huh. Saltwater crocodiles' average is 14 feet, which is wall to wall, and they weigh two to 300 more pounds than a great white with a larger bite radius. So stronger bite, strongest bite in the world, saltwater croc. <coughs> it's even stronger than the hippo. So, no head to head, the sharks are smarter. They're like, nah, fuck that. Well, on That's- land, yeah, the the crocodile would have the advantage. No, in water. <laughs> Remember, in the in the saltwater croc, as much as I talk it up, still has a predator. Fucking hippos. Hippos have been known to scoop them out of the water bite them in half and then lay their body back down and walk away from it. Like they don't even eat them. It's just 
bisected by. Come here, Ari the Crocodile. Let's do a dolphin <laughs> dive. <laughs> That's why I was always afraid of Moto Moto. <laughs> he likes them big. I think <coughs> I could handle tigers and bears and lions. What I couldn't handle is an infestation of chimpanzees. Oh, fuck that. Like, gorillas will kind of keep to themselves, but chimps, they kind of like to do whatever the fuck they want. And then when you tell them no, they rip, they go after your hands and, and your appendages and your weakness. They go after what yeah. you need. Yeah. They bite your eyes out. They bite your dick off. Yeah, no. And you're not stronger than a chimp. So when this thing's on top of you, you can't push their head back. Yeah. Because it's so fucking strong and fast, and with its fast twitch muscles, you're not going to be fast enough or strong enough to stop that attack. Even if you box them. Even if you're just stand up straight, like, fuck yeah. They, remember. Now, a chimp, uh, a, a full-grown chimpanzee will crush the skull with one hit. Yeah. They're two times stronger than the strongest male. I'm more terrified if a gorilla doesn't do a mock charge because 90% of their charges are mock charges, but if they don't, they will fuck you up. Oh, you're, you're dead. They'll kill you. Like, look up the video of the gorilla dragging the man. Yeah. And it didn't, didn't hurt him, but there's this, these people watching these silverbacks go through the Congo. Yeah. And this thing just walked up all curious up to a guy, grabs his fucking leg, it just ankle picks him. Just, yep, come on. And just drags him. It, he doesn't <sighs> lockstep. He doesn't jerk his, like, you know how you when you lift up something kind of heavy or, like, really heavy, you got to balance yourself and then lift it up? He didn't. It was just one movement the entire time. Yeah. That really sets into play how strong they actually are. They just grabbed the 200-pound man and drug him, like, 15 foot, and then let go of him and walked away. Just a small reminder of, if I want you, I can have you. So that takes us back to our Bigfoot thing, the missing link. Yeah. All these stories about uh, Bigfoot attacks, why are those covered up? Why are they being called bear attacks? Why are they being called, you know, just wild animal attacks? Because they don't, they don't want us to know of the existence yet. Right. Now, I say yet. Because look at everything that we've ever questioned. We've all but confirmed the existence of aliens. And notice how that's coming about in like the most opportunistic times. Yeah. <coughs> hey, there's a pandemic. Hey, aliens. Right. You know, hey, something's fucked up with the government. Hey, aliens. <laughs> I like how you say that. Yeah. Hey, aliens. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what they're doing. I know what they're doing. And... They so, Soon enough, I think they're going to start doing it with cryptids. Because imagine if they be, drop the bomb that a Wendigo is on the loose. Well, A, there's skinwalkers everywhere. Yeah. But with with Sasquatch, Bigfoot, is there going to have to be more of a widespread panic? Is there going to have to be more attacks and more encounters for them to come around and say, okay, you know, look, we might have a problem? I think what it's going to be is that it's going to be hey, we have a live, breathing Bigfoot in this enclosure because it was captured by two hunters. Yeah. 
So then people are going to like, oh my God, Bigfoot. Not remembering that those hunters are probably not from that area. Yeah. To start off with. They don't know that area. But yet they're experts navigating through it. And then so you're you think not gonna they're gonna able... put plants in there to actually catch one. Well, what I'm saying is that they've already caught it. Right. We're not gonna see them catch it. Yeah. What we're gonna see is the aftermath of them saying that they caught it. They are going to be like CIA plants or military plants, somebody that can use a rifle that looks like a fucking redneck or whatever. Or what we're wild... gonna see is just a picture of them standing next to it with the fucking hanging by the tree. Yeah, yeah with some with yeah, some fucking like low power ass fucking rifle. And that's just going to be the joke like, hey, you don't know nothing about guns? You know damn good and well this wouldn't take down this fucking thing. Exactly. Like a 22 squirrel hunter or some shit. And like, why, do you, why did you have a trank gun on you? Yeah. You know, kind Were of thing. Were you out there specifically? It, there's going to be a lot of questions about it, and they're all going to be answered simply. It was luck. All of it was luck. They had the trank gun in case of bears because it's a bear-ridden country. They're going to have an excuse for absolutely everything well, that's going to make Delmer sense. Well, me and Delmer here was going to go out and trip on horse tranquilizer. You know, that's that ketamine there. And then we saw Bigfoot, and we was like, hey, let's get that some bitch." Now, Delmer punched it in the dick while I stabbed it in the neck with the fucking syringe full of ketamine. He's having a good old time in his cage right now. He has no clue what's going on. We're, we were going to give it Coke next, but uh, we still owe El Chapo. It's, it's going to be something like that. There's going to be, in my opinion, a huge reveal about something that we have thought that was... That was false. We're going to see it. It's going to happen in 2024. The election's coming up. Fucking, there's a whole bunch of already controversy around both ends, and I'm sitting here going, all right, where's the distraction? I have no clue what's going on with any of that right now because I haven't been paying attention to it. I haven't had anything come to my phone. I haven't been seeing it on the ads on YouTube yet. So, But you will... I think we're getting ready to see some sort of um, <coughs> alien-level confirmed conspiracy theory. So I, I think the next logical step is to do um, is do cryptid, cryptids yeah. for them because chupacabras already exist. Mm-hmm. That's the Mexican Jolo dog and a coyote got busy. Well, there's also a theory about the red wolf is that the the chupacabras are red wolves that have contracted mange. Yeah, and mm-hmm. because red wolves have blue eyes, they have that odd shape to them, and if you took all their hair away, that's what they would look like. Yeah, and that that was a really good theory until one was caught alive. Right. And then when they did the DNA test and followed it to a den, um, they realized that it's... There was a lot of like coyote like resemblances there, along with. So it was like a koi dog from Mexico. So they took yeah. a, they took a Mexican hairless and they and then a coyote got together with yeah it. yeah it's called that the Jolo sense. dog yeah Jolo dog yeah those black dogs that have one little tuft of hair on top of their fucking head and that's it. Now you can <coughs> you can do that chupacabra story mm-hmm. of the Jolo dogs, like you said. Yeah. But the pictures that people have drawn do not look like that. So they're the, widely exaggerated from what I've noticed. Well, the pictures that I've seen, 
like, yeah, there's those dogs, but then there's this thing. It's got green skin. It's about three and a half feet, four foot tall, yeah. maybe three foot tall, and it's got a razor sharp spine down its back, like a lizard creature that walks on two legs. Now, I don't think that's a chupacabra. I think that's something else. Agreed. Like, I think the chupacabra got spot on with the Jolo dog and the way it hunts, like where its canines were placed because of, you know, just the breeds that were mixed in. The three-point marks. Yeah. It's almost like a dog that's adapted to almost being like a bat because yeah. those dogs, they've got two upper fangs. I mean, they got two lower fangs, but they come to a single point in the middle. Yeah. When they bite, they leave that weird triangular bite mark. Yep. So chupacabras definitely exist. Yeah. But people really looked past that because the mysticism was destroyed behind it. They wanted to see that creature. Yeah. Because, see, I remember when I was younger watching on the news, it was this weird uh, dinosaur-looking thing with wings, almost like a Jersey Devil, but it had yeah. a dinosaur head. It had almost like a turtle head with a turtle beak to it, but it had wings. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's the mysticism right there because now you've got it put right... And see... That adds that adds more to what you said. They come right out and said, "Well, here's your chupacabra." Yeah, here it's it is. this dog right here. There was a logical explanation all along. Logical when logical means we found a missing genus of dog that has been crossbred so much that this is what we got now. Yeah. So now people are just like, "Oh, well, that's not as fucking creepy as we wanted it to be," so we don't care. We were expecting a big winged creature that would suck the blood out of a fucking goat hanging from a tree, not a fucking dog. And that's why nobody gave yeah, a fuck. It killed the mysticism. Exactly. But now they're smart. They're not going to kill the mysticism about Bigfoot. They're going to well, say, hey, here he is. I don't really feel like there's that much <coughs> mysticism left. Not when they've been flirting with this ever since like the early 1800s. Yeah. There's no more mysticism left. Like, look, dude, just admit it. And if it's a, if it's a hostile fucking race, then just give them space. Yeah, tell us the where they're. Alone. Please tell us where the fuck they're at, so we don't stumble across them. <coughs> now we're talking about the government and everything like that, and you know we're using microphones and a laptop, and all of us are over here coughing. We're getting poisoned. It's coming in through the air ducts. <laughs> and Honest, you know what? Coincidentally, the heater just now kicked on. I don't. I don't think that they really give a fuck about what we're saying because, like I said, they lump us into that crazy group. Oh yeah. I mean, and because we're not going to go out and actively try to prove it. I mean, we're going to do our research, what we can do with our phones and our computers. I would like to, but I've never I've never heard of any odd <coughs> creatures around here. I always wish that there would be. There's an Indiana frogman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not here. Yeah, but it's not in Richmond. Like Richmond has like the lamest fucking like we had a fucking Bigfoot sighting back in the really early nineties. Yeah. And that was it. And it was some orange-haired fucking creature was the only thing that they could describe it as. A skunk ape? Yeah, I was going to say skunk ape. Would that's, be what, the, that's, that's the one. That's the genus they said has red hair is the skunk ape. Yeah. Um, well, over Gary, Indiana, they saw the Mothman. 
This was a couple of years back. Yeah, I've seen seen something about that. I well, I mean, I don't you guys don't you remember? I made a big deal out of it because it was like three or four sightings, and it was all in a certain pattern coming from like West Virginia. Yeah. Coming up through Indiana mm-hmm. and Ohio, because they saw it over in Ohio, and then they saw it in Gary, Indiana. Yeah, probably heading up to Chicago. Right? And I'm just like, huh. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be badass to see that, though? Like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. I think it'd be awesome. Because, I mean... But also, in seeing that... Like, even myself included, it would, like, severely, severely, like, psychologically fuck us up. Because then that just takes everything we knew or what we <coughs> thought we knew. And... It's all real. Yeah, like, all these, like, all this stuff we come up with and everything. I must pee it, it, Yeah, it just became proof. And on something of that magnitude, like, I don't care how prepared we think we are. We're, we would not be prepared for that reality. Oh, yeah. I'd like to say that it, I'd like to see something like that. But then it really happens. I'd probably just be, like, silent. And yeah. just, like, please don't notice me. Please don't notice me. Please don't. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh. Like, that's something that I know would trigger, like, instantaneous, like, fear and anxiety. Yeah. Well. The pictures that that they have on file, on record, whatever, mm. about, like... Okay, so they had pictures before the bridge collapsed in Point Pleasant. Yeah. And there was a picture taken where it looked like there was a big winged creature at the top of the bridge. I don't know how real all that is. Because um, it's like the Jersey <coughs> Devil. It's hard. It's it's hard to believe without seeing it with your own two eyes. Yeah, and right. Yeah, the Jersey Devil. For as many stories about uh, animal attacks that say it's that, why isn't that talked about more? Is there just one, or is it like a whole bunch of these fucking things? I don't necessarily think the Jersey Devil's a thing. You don't think so? No. So there, there's. A lot more found evidence that it doesn't exist. More of it's just a wives' tale, right? So, like, there's a at the beginning. There's a lot of shows that I used to watch, like Destination Discovery, shit like that. Uh huh. And then that obviously shows like that sparked my love for cryptids, and then I start looking into them more, mm-hmm. and like more accounts of like the Jersey Devil being seen and all that shit. Anybody that's ever said that. No one wants to further comment on them. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe they're traumatized. That's what we can chalk it up to. But come to find out, these people have been ousted for, and even admitting, some of them flat out admit, no, I didn't actually see them. I just wanted to be on TV. I just wanted to be in the newspaper. I just wanted a little bit of fame, just a little bit of clout. 15 minutes of fame. And aside from that wives' tale about how the Jersey Devil was birthed, yeah. And it being in like one or two books. Yeah. There's nothing else. Right. Everything suggests that there was some sort of invasive, like bovine species that was harming these animals. And 
the end of finding out that New Jersey actually had a uh, wild hog problem. So the Jersey Devil did help solve the wild hog problem, but ever since they got rid of the hogs, there's been zero sightings. The right. Mothman stole my catalytic converter and called my mama a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Unfortunately, all the cryptids, like, there's there's a big handful of cryptids that aren't ape-like. Yeah. But then the biggest portion, it's always, like, Yeti, Swamp Ape, Skunk Ape, Sasquatch, Bigfoot. It's always, like, an ape-type creature. Because they're scary. Well, now there's also lizard-type creatures, too, apparently, but... um. That's more on a uh, like a sentient, yeah, level, yeah. As to where with like Bigfoot and the skunk ape and everything, that can we can. I, I feel like that's more believable because to the masses apes. and lizard people because it's Agreed. a because it is an evolution because it is. I mean, we are an evolution of that, yeah, in some way, and that's an evolution of us. It's because they're apes. We know what they look like. Yeah, yeah. You know, but when it comes to, like, the gator man down in fucking Louisiana, Mm -hmm. when there's been a thousand sightings of him, Mm -hmm. never been caught, but he's been, but he's attacked people, people kind of write that off. They're like, oh, no, that's not real. It's like, why isn't it? Like, explain to me biologically why it's, why that can't happen. Why, Why can... Why can there not be a form of lizard that is evolving to be more like us because it's adapting to its newest surroundings? Yes. Why not? There, I I don't have any exactly. Kind of, I don't have any kind of argument to say why not because I always try to shoot for the strange and unusual. I would like that to be a thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. Okay. I want a creature from Black Lagoon. So I make this joke. To my neighbor, like, she's a she's part indigenous people, Native American, however you want yeah. to say it. And um, she talks about, like, skinwalkers, like, shit like that. And I'm like, you know, I want to come face to face with one. I won't, I won't try to hurt it as long as it doesn't show me any aggression. But even in that moment, if it just instantly mutilates my ass. Yeah. At least I knew I was right. Yeah. Like, I'm dying. I ain't got no proof nobody else, but fuck everybody else. I know I was right. I just want to find something like that. That little green strike across the sky we saw that night, that wasn't Yeah, I was going to bring that up. That yeah. wasn't good enough for me. Like that could, we were, And we were talking about aliens that night, too. Yeah, that could be explained to me. Yeah, that, that was a meteor. I mean... I hate that it was a meteor. They say it was a meteor. Yeah. But... But it's... So... There's a place down in Brazil, Indiana, mm-hmm. that supposedly there's a hot spot for werewolf sightings. Ooh. I totally want to go down there. You should, because we can all carry, because we're in Indiana, and we're yeah. all a bunch of fucking loose gun law-having motherfuckers. <laughs> I just want to see if it's real. I want to get bit. I don't, don't think it will work that way. I, I, I got a fucking try. I don't think... I don't think... <sighs> When when we say werewolf, I don't think of lycanthropy being able to shape shift. Yeah, I don't think that at all. I think, I think a genus of wolf that is oversized. Yeah, I mean the size of a fucking cow. 
but it's a fucking wolf. Yeah. You know what I'm like saying? Like a dire wolf, yeah. Yeah. I that's what I think everybody's seeing. Now, if it's up on its hind legs, I mean, I'd I'd like to see it. Yeah, if it's up on its hind legs running around, I mean with uh You're probably if it's got if it's got ripped jeans and shorts on or <laughs> or yeah. a ripped shirt, okay, I'll I'll side with you guys. Like, we're getting bit tonight, boys. We're getting bit. <laughs> or what if it's just like a slightly overgrown wolf that has figured out how to balance on its hind legs? Just <laughs> running at you well, like how dumb a dog would look with its arms. Just <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Whoa. And plus, apparently, the only way to see the wolf is to go through something called Satan's Tunnel. Like, you got to park your car inside of a fucking tunnel and turn off all the lights, and then when you turn them on, you'll be surrounded by the dead, and then when you leave the, the tunnel, Satan's gate closes behind you, and you're chased by a werewolf because it's, it's like gatekeeper. That's the myth behind it. Like, and I totally hmm. want to go try it. Yeah, we should do that. Like, I am so down for trying that. What are we doing right now? Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta go to work. We gotta stop by the house and grab a couple things first. <laughs> I gotta go to work, man. I can't be doing that. I'm gonna call my boss. You just hey, ride in the trunk. You ain't got yeah. no nothing about it. Like, hey, can't come into work today. I'm, you know, hunting a werewolf. Uh, I'm in the county jail here in Brazil. Uh, this, Shit has happened. We <laughs> shot at this guy because he didn't shave for a couple years. <laughs> and we thought he... We were on his property. Turns, turns out he has that one uh, disease where you just grow hair everywhere. Huh. Yeah. So he looked like more like a Lon Chaney werewolf than he did <laughs> of anything else. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, as far as where that inspiration for that Wolfman movie came from, yeah, it came from that family that suffered from that disease where hair grew all over your body. Yeah, you know, there's like one of them's a fucking pop singer. Like, he's an Indian, like, pop sensation. Hmm. Of course, it'd be India. <laughs> they always have the most hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hairy country. <clears throat> it's really thick, too. Everybody happy with the glitch for the uh, evening? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm happy with it. good. I am. Um, bye? Yeah. Bye. Thanks you for joining us on the glitch. <laughs>